Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's what you do if you're a Lions fan. You enjoy this. This is fun. I am absolutely openly and unabashedly rooting for the Lions' success with Dan Campbell. I like him. I think he is unique. I mean, tell me who else in the NFL is quite like Dan Campbell. And they are entertaining. I get it. Their defense is young and leaves a lot to be desired. Still growing up. There's some holes there. But the way that this team fights, it is a little bit like what he told us when he got the job. We're going to bite kneecaps. I still don't really know what it means, but I feel like the more I watch the Lions, okay, maybe maybe it makes sense if you know Dan Campbell, who swears he's not a lunatic. (laughs) He is a lot of fun, though. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. They are so much fun to watch. I'm definitely rooting for them and their success. And they are still alive for the playoffs. They put themselves in position after starting out 1-6 and and fans jumping off the bandwagon, if there's even a Lions bandwagon, jumping off the bandwagon in droves. Same old Lions. This guy's got to go. This person's got to go. The ownership has to change. Yada, yada, yada. Well, a lot has changed. And I hope that the fans are now on board. I hope that you aren't expecting the other shoe to drop. They may not make the playoffs. That one and six start means they don't control their own path. It's not a win and you get in. But if you win against Green Bay... In week 18, you have definitely put yourselves in an even stronger position by eliminating one of your top competitors. Actually, Jay, don't know if we can find this at some point, maybe before the end of the hour. I heard Dan Campbell on the Westwood One postgame show when I was driving into work talk about how you couldn't ask for anything better. An iconic location like Lambeau with the playoffs on the line in week 18. Now, we don't have the schedule yet from the NFL. If you look ahead to week 18, all the Sunday games are TBD. But there has been this conversation about how maybe the Lions and the Packers end up in the Sunday night spot. Because 
the rest of the NFC will be waiting on Green Bay. Right? So Green Bay with the four straight wins and a win over Detroit next week, the Packers are in. And it's Lambeau and it's Sunday night. It's under the lights. Who knows if it'll be cold. The weather's kind of weird right now. But Dean Campbell's right. It's iconic. Final week of the regular season, and you get a chance to be at Lambeau with playoffs hanging in the balance. And so the Lions aren't necessarily in control of their own fate. They need help. But a win over Green Bay, well, that would get them a lot closer. And I don't know, if they play the way they did on Sunday, Green Bay better watch out. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Bears, well, they're going the wrong way. We'll talk about them a lot in the offseason because certainly, even though Justin Fields has looked better, he's banged up a little bit, even though they've allowed him to use his explosiveness, they want him to run more, It'll come with a cost. The more he gets hit, the harder it is to stay healthy. And so somehow they're going to have to balance that. But at least we know that Justin Fields, franchise QB, they like their new head coach. It's just they don't have the wins to show for the work. They're not at that point yet. So the Bears in Detroit, where the Lions look like they were a freight train steaming down the tracks. This game actually didn't require that this game didn't require that the Lions do much more than what they did in that first quarter. Their defense, which has struggled a ton this season, was actually able to lock it down, but it certainly helps when your offense is scoring on four of your first five drives. Goff up under center, single back behind him. DeAndre Swift takes the pitch left side, gets a block, to the 10, cuts back at the 5, to the end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions. Oh, baby, what a run that time. Goff up under center, single back Jamal Williams. Goff takes the snap, turns, gives to Jamal, bounces left, to the 1, to the end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions. Jamal Williams peaked at the middle set, uh-uh, bounced it outside and found the house. That is his 15th rushing touchdown of the season. And Dan Skipper with a nice block to help spring him. Dan Miller on Lions Radio. I love to hear Dan with compelling calls. A 17-point second quarter, and then right away in the third quarter, a couple of more quick touchdowns. And so here are the Lions putting together drives of 75 yards and 92 yards. They go heavy on Jamal Williams, heavy on DeAndre Swift. And the Lions' defense allows no points to the Bears after the opening quarter. Now, in that opening quarter, it's worth noting, Justin Fields had 100 yards rushing in the first quarter alone. It was pretty impressive. As I say, though, the more he's out there running, the more he's going to get hit. And he definitely is banged up. So there was the highlight, but it was a flash in the pan. It was just that first quarter. Meanwhile, you've got a legit running game for Detroit. A career-high 144 yards for Jamal Williams. Detroit was over 500 yards of offense. Now at 8-8, eight and eight, they've won seven of their last nine. This is the Lions we're talking about. 
And even though they had that disappointing loss to the Panthers in week 16 that kind of left them behind the Packers in line, still, this is who they want to be. This is special, and, and I want to thank them for showing up again and being loud. It was awesome. I was proud of our team. I was proud of our coaches. I was proud of our team. We bounced back, and, and uh, I knew we would uh, because of the guys we have on this team. Man, they went to work. They trusted us. We went full pads on Wednesday and said we're going to get our identity back, and we're going to recalibrate, and those guys did that. They trusted us, and they came out, and it looked like that. It looked like we were ready to go. It looked like we were more physical. Do you dare to believe? Do you dare to dream in 2023, Detroit fans? I know it's easy for me to say because I'm not emotionally invested, but going back to the beginning of the year, going back to the preseason, maybe because of what we saw on Hard Knocks that kind of pulled the curtain back, I wanted to root for this team. I want this team to be successful. And also, I love it when you've got a team and a franchise, long-suffering, a little bit like the Bills, right? When they finally ended their playoff drought, and now here they are trying to get that elusive Super Bowl win. Well, the Lions aren't lovable losers anymore, but they need the postseason to validate. And just making it to the playoffs would be huge for Dan Campbell in year number two. But the Packers... Well, they stand in the way. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. The change in culture is so critical. It's never stuck, or it hasn't stuck for quite a while. Maybe going back to Jim Caldwell with the Lions. And, you know, I talk about it a lot. Constant change equals constant losing. They've had different guys at the critical positions. And Dan Campbell is atypical, he's unconventional, but he's tough. And he inspires confidence because it works, or it is working, I should say. Again, they need playoffs to validate, but they've won seven of nine. And he just asked them to keep showing up and keep going to work. This is what you want them to taste. They need to feel this. They need to understand what this is because this has got to become the norm. You know, this has to become the norm. And then once you get, you start to understand this, uh, you know, then it then it becomes, a, um, you know, you're playing for the division. You're playing for uh, where your seating's going to be. Like, that. that's coming. But right now, to get a taste of all this right now and be in the hunt, be in the run, I think is huge for our guys. Wouldn't it be amazing if the Lions and the Packers got flexed into Sunday night? They were the only team when the NFL schedule was released in May, I think it was. They were the only team that did not have a primetime game. That's what the NFL schedule makers thought of Detroit. The only team that did not have a primetime game. And yet, they have played worthy of primetime. And here they are, after an abysmal start, same old Lions, all of those familiar phrases... If they beat Green Bay in week 18, well, it depends on what happens with Seattle. But you're telling me there's a chance. Who says we can't get flexed? (laughs) That's what he said back in May. Come on, NFL. Come on. You cannot say that this isn't an opportunity. (laughs) I love Dan Campbell. I want to play for Dan Campbell. 
You can find me on Twitter, ALaw Radio. We'll have our Monday mortification poll up as we head into January 2nd, 2023. Oi. I mean, it's good, I guess. It's just going to take a little getting used to. On our Facebook page, too, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. So just to reset your NFC playoff picture, we talked about the Buccaneers. They finally, even though they made it really hard on themselves, clinched the NFC South title. They're now 8-8, and and first time in the Bucs franchise history that a team has won a division crown in back-to-back seasons. I didn't know that. In fact, I had to think about it. But yes, the Buccaneers in the playoffs for the third time since Tom Brady joined their franchise. Since he deigned to join their franchise. So they get in. And the Giants. The Giants have the Colts on Sunday at MetLife Stadium. And this one was a landslide from the beginning. Jones out of a shotgun set. Takes the snap, back to throw. Has time, releases to his right, looking for somebody to uncover. Throws it to the end zone, touchdown Giants! Empty set for Jones. Calls out the signals, takes the snap, he's back to throw. Fires it right, completes it. Toward the goal line for Hodgins, is he in? Touchdown Giants! Isaiah Hodgins! Coles in a shotgun, bunch formation right. Three-step drop, Coles fires it. Intercepted by Landon Collins down the left sideline. Collins to the 20. 15, 10, 5, touchdown Giants! Landon Collins with the pick six! That's Bob Papa on Giants Radio. Yeah, this one was as lopsided as they come. A little bit like, say, the Lions and the Bears. And with Daniel Jones throwing for a pair of touchdowns and also rushing for a pair of touchdowns, he was their leading rusher yet again. I say this about Josh Allen and the Bills a bunch. I don't love it when the quarterback is the leading rusher. But Daniel Jones is similar to Josh, athletic, and his legs are a weapon. You just need these quarterbacks to slide, run out of bounds, try not to get hit. Otherwise, you've got Justin leaning against the TV cart when he needs a break in the first quarter. (laughs) Anyway, good for Daniel Jones. And their victory and their playoff clincher comes on the heels of the news that the Giants intend to keep Daniel Jones. They intend to keep Saquon Barkley in 2023. He got a massive standing ovation as he was coming off the field. He was pulled early. And while he doesn't change much because he's essentially an Eli Manning clone, he definitely heard the crowd giving him all kinds of love. Really appreciative and grateful for the support uh, of the fans. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a team thing. And, and, you know, this was a complete team win today. Uh, you know, all three phases played really well on offense. We executed, did our jobs. The guys up front played really well. Okay, Eli. Um, just proud of this team. Proud of this team to come out in a game like this, opportunity to clinch the playoffs. And uh, we put together a, a good game, played, played really well. So just proud to be a part of it. It certainly helps when you rush for 217 yards, and that's with Saquon Barkley only accounting for 58 of those yards. First season for Brian Dayball, the expectation is that he would turn Daniel Jones into Josh Allen. Well, that's not what's going to happen because Daniel Jones is not Josh Allen, but he can be Daniel Jones, and as long as he's not turning the ball over, he's been playing smarter football, they're allowing him options, And a healthy Saquon Barkley means so much. 
But yeah, Brian Dayball's first year, and they're able to clinch the playoffs. They have a chance at double-figure wins, and he gets doused by some cold Gatorade. It was sticky and wet. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was, no, it was good excitement, obviously. Um, you know, you work hard in this business to try to give yourself a chance to play you know, extra innings or more games. Extra so innings, yes. That, but that's, you know, put ourselves in a position to compete more than just one other game. I think it kind of started week one when we scored a touchdown and he can go for or two. Uh, I think it starts there. It shows the trust that he has in us, um, the belief that he has in us. And, you know, when you when a guy like that and when it's your head coach showing that as a player, you don't want to go out there and let him down. After the break, we'll look at the rest of the NFC East because that division title is still not clinched and there will not be four teams from the division. It won't be a clean sweep for the Beast. However, three teams out of four is pretty impressive, especially considering what we've gotten from the East the last few years. It was 2020, actually. Yes, it was. uh, When the Buccaneers ended up winning the Super Bowl, they were a wild card team. And they had to go to Washington, who won the division with a losing record. That's where the NFC East was just two years ago. And last year, they ended up with two playoff teams. In Nick Sirianni's first year, the Eagles were a good surprise. They kind of snuck in there. But still, the division didn't take advantage of its opportunities. And and primarily, that's the Cowboys who won the division title. Now they've got three teams in. Giants are back in for the first time since 2016, and the division's so competitive that we still don't have the winner of the East, who is likely, not guaranteed, but likely to get the top seed and the bye. That's still hanging in the balance in Week 18. So we'll talk about Eagles, as well as the Commanders, who make a quarterback switch on Sunday to no avail. And we'll also get to the Seahawks, because the Seahawks are... The other team, along with Lions and Packers, still alive for that final wild card in the NFC. Going down to the wire. Get out of here. (laughs) On Twitter, A-Law Radio. On our Facebook page, too. Happy New Year to you. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on what is a Sunday night. The first Sunday, well, into Monday morning, depending upon where you are. First weekend well first manic monday first monday headache of the new year because that won't change either it's after hours with amy lauren cbs sports radio you are listening to the after hours podcast First and goal at the one, it's Taysom again. Now he takes a quarterback cut to the left, and he takes it into the end zone. Taysom Hill right over the left hash mark. The Saints take the opening kickoff and just bang it 75 yards for the touchdown. Second and eight, empty backfield now for Minshew. Takes the snap, throws a quick one, and that's picked off by Marshawn Lattimore. Pick six. Welcome back, Marshawn. That's how you do it. Happy New Year, baby. Hits, misses, and messes. Time to talk football after hours with Amy Lawrence. 
Still no Jalen Hurts for the Philadelphia Eagles, and they have dropped back-to-back games. Even as they're trying to lock up the top seed and the bye, the home field advantage in the NFC. The Saints are up 13-0 at the half, and this one, Taysom Hill with a rushing touchdown. He is a bull. And would you believe, you probably would believe, the Eagles fans were booing their team at home on Sunday. As in loudly, royally, roundly booing their team. They've won 13 games with a victory against the Saints. I know they didn't get it, but with a victory against the Saints, they would have set a franchise record for most wins in a season. In fact, they can do that next week against the Giants. And there are the fans booing. Okay. It was clear that the Saints were going to play a ball control game from the beginning, if it was at all possible. Their opening drive was nine minutes. It wasn't that cold in Philadelphia on Sunday, but man, you warm up and then you sit there and you sit there and you sit there and you wait. Now, the Eagles did pull within three late in the third quarter. A.J. Brown had a 78-yard catch and run through traffic. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And so Gardner Minshew was able to connect with the Eagles' top receiver. However, he also throws a pick six 
Marshawn Lattimore slams the door in his face and in the Eagles' face with that pick six in the fourth quarter. And you hear the calls there on Saints Radio. By the way, Lattimore just returned after 10 games. On the shelf with injury, he comes back, and this is how he reintroduces himself to the Saints and to the Eagles fans. Come on, Philly, come on. (laughs) Now, New Orleans was in a position like a bunch of different teams, as Sunday is playing out, they beat the Eagles, and they were still alive for the playoffs at the time. When all the dust settled on the NFC, they were eliminated. And so now Buccaneers are the division champs in the South. We'll see whether or not they end up above 500. But we knew that it was going to be a long shot for any other team from the South to make the playoffs. This is mostly about the Eagles and the fact that they have not yet locked up the East Division title despite a 13-3 and record, though they still have Week 18 and the Giants ahead of them. Our goal from the very beginning has just always been about taking it one day at a time and um, trying to go 1-0 and each day uh, to in, in attempts to go 1-0 and this week. And this week we got it. Obviously, it was disappointing what we did today, uh, coaching, playing, everything. Um, but next week we'll have a chance to win the division title um, at, our, at, at home. Today we came up short. Credit to the Saints. They came in. They played. Uh, but I think that uh, it's, it's a great feeling to know that it's all in your hands at the end of the day. Yeah, we were talking about this with the Green Bay Packers, with the New England Patriots. What you want is to have the control. And Brandon Graham makes a great point. As long as they win week 18, not only do they set the franchise record with 14 wins in a season, but they are ultimately still the top seed and they've got the only bye in their conference, which sends the Cowboys to Tampa. And so with the Buccaneers being the division champion with the worst record, they're guaranteed of that. They will host the top wild card, which will be Dallas. Now, do you remember how they opened the season? It was really tough to to score touchdowns in that game. And Dak Prescott got hurt and was out for the next month or so. And so they've played to start the year, I think each of the last two seasons now, we've seen them kind of at a home and home. This game would be in Tampa, even though the Cowboys will have a much better record. But that's only if the Eagles take care of their business and they end up winning the division. Otherwise, the Cowboys would gladly step in and take that bye. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. To start Sunday, there was the chance that the Commanders could make it a four-pack, and all four teams could either have a playoff spot from the NFC East or, in the case of the Commanders, still be alive going into the final weekend of the season. But the Browns had other plans. Third down and five. Michael Woods out wide left. Inside of him, it's Cooper. Peoples-Jones to the right. Inside of him, it's Njoku. On the right hip of Watson, it's Kareem Hunt. He's got the snap. Third down and five. He's looking left, throwing. Cooper's there. He got it. Cooper up the sideline. Still going. Cooper running down the sideline. 10-5. End zone. Touchdown. Amari Cooper. Michael Woods and Amari Cooper near side to the right. One receiver out wide to the left. 
in the shotgun. It is Watson with Chubb on his right hip from the commander 33 with a play action fake. Watson up in the pocket, looking. Cooper's wide open. Caught it. 10. He's at the 5. He cuts to the pylon. Touchdown, Amari Cooper. His second of the day. And Watson's third touchdown pass. 33 yards. Jim Donovan on Browns Radio. It was a slow start for Cleveland, but they overcame it with takeaways and also with Amari Cooper and the connection with Deshaun Watson. Amari's, and and I don't think this is fair to put it just on Amari. He's a receiver, right? So he has to wait for the ball to come to him. It's not been a great season for any of the receivers for the Cleveland Browns. And now even as they've got their, I don't know, $500 million man or whatever Deshaun Watson is, $280 million man, he's been shaking rust off. And it wasn't pretty. The first half was was pretty ugly, actually. But the defense was doing its job, picking off Carson Wentz, the new newly installed, reinstalled starter for the Commanders. They pick him off three times. And then Amari Cooper becomes a great weapon for Deshaun. In the second half, he had touchdowns of 46 yards and 33 yards. And I was watching him thinking, this is one of the reasons why Amari is still such a great weapon for whatever team he's on. Because he pays attention to detail and he's committed to running the right routes, to being where he should. His footwork is impeccable. And so along with his talent and his size, of course, he's now up to, well, he's over 1,100 yards this season. And he's a guy who... Once he and Deshaun get on the same page, can certainly be a productive tandem. But right now, it's still a lot of stop and start for the Browns, who are officially eliminated from the playoffs. But I, maybe there's some solace or some delight in taking the commanders down with them. So Nick Chubb goes over to 100 yards, and the Browns ultimately run away from the commanders. And here are the Browns kind of looking for the silver lining, right? Miles Garrett with a fantastic year when he was healthy and he was out there. Another sack and a half on Sunday. But the Browns ultimately finish at seven and nine. About doing this all all year and now we're we're hitting our stride. It's a little bit late, but you know, just like last year, we gotta be able to carry this into the to the next year and uh you know be able to you know use that momentum. As for the commanders, they were still alive until they lost this game against the Browns. And so there's something to be said for that, considering the revolving door quarterback. But Ron Rivera goes back to Carson Wentz, and he specifically mentions Taylor Heineke not being able to make the deep throws. So Carson does have a stronger arm, but man, it did not look that way on Sunday. There were a couple of wobbly throws that did not reach their destination that were picked off. And so Rivera makes this change, trying to do anything to spark his offense, give them some energy, and it blows up in his face. The only real highlight for them, I don't know if you saw this, but Washington had a 21-play drive in the second quarter. 21 plays, but ultimately nowhere near enough points and enough offense to get the job done. We drove the ball in that that last uh that last possession in the, in the uh, you know first half and just felt you know we'd be able to come out and sustain something like that again, 
and then uh, we just didn't do it. Yeah, the turnovers are a huge part of that, right? Because you're wasting opportunities. You're giving your opponent extra opportunities. The defense has to bear some responsibility. It's not like the Cleveland offensive numbers were amazing, though they did rush for nearly 150 yards. The only bright spot for Washington is their rookie running back, Brian Robinson. What a story for him this season. So now what for the commanders? I mean, there's the question. Yet again, what do they do at quarterback? And that has been the question since Ron Rivera took over. I know they have the one division title. There have been some highlights. But you've got your fans at home yelling for Taylor Heineke. And the commanders fall short. Ultimately, it's the same question since Rivera was hired. Who can be a consistent quarterback for them? I I can't imagine that it's Wentz. They've had him on the shelf anyway. They just kind of went to him as a last-ditch effort. So the Commanders don't make it a clean sweep in the NFC East. And again, just to recap, in the NFC, Packers win and they're in in Week 18. If they stumble and they lose to Detroit, the Seahawks can take advantage. So the Seahawks, they're also at 8-8. Eight and eight, And their g- game in Week 18 is the Rams. So that game in Seattle. And then if they both stumble and Detroit, well, Detroit beats Green Bay and Seattle doesn't get a win in Week 18, well, the Lions end up in the playoffs. So the dominoes have to drop. Now, in the AFC, you have a similar story where there's one team that wins in Week 18 and grabs the last wild card spot. That's the Patriots. We'll talk about them, the Dolphins. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Two in a free fall yet again. We're going to try to squeeze in some college football at some point over the final 90 minutes of the show. But I guess if we don't get to college football, we can also do it on Monday, too, to try to catch up. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. Monday Mortification Poll is going up in these next couple minutes. So check it out either on my Twitter or our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. Also on our Facebook page. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Second down and nine, empty backfield for Geno. Four receivers across the board. Geno has time. He's going to throw in the back corner. Caught. Touchdown. Seahawks. What a start. Colby Parkinson from 12 yards out. Young in motion across the formation. Going to throw back inside. Ball is caught. Touchdown. Seahawks. Yeah. And making the catch is Mabry. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. So much was made of Geno Smith facing the team that drafted him. Like this was some type of revenge game. And yet I feel as though Geno has the right perspective. I've heard him say after the game that he's grateful to the Jets for drafting him. He's grateful to New York for giving him his start in the NFL. And no, it wasn't all sunshine and roses, but... He might not be in the NFL if not for the Jets giving him that first opportunity. So the Jets on the road at the Seahawks and right away, Geno sparks a touchdown on their opening drive. Colby Parkinson catching that score. And then after a takeaway from New York, a field goal, another touchdown drive before the half is all said and done. And that was all the Seahawks needed because the return of Mike White was no spark, was no change, was no offense for the Jets. And so it was 17-3 at the half, and they did enough to possess the ball in the second half. Kenneth Walker, the rookie running back, 133 yards on the ground for Seattle. And so the Seahawks are able to snap a three-game skid and remain alive for the playoffs. Now, they need help, obviously, They're not in control of their own path. But stranger things have happened. And so the Seahawks get back to 8-8. and That's a big deal for them. I think the way they started was one of the best stories of the first half of the NFL season. And Pete Carroll has got this team believing not only that they can compete with any other team out there, but that they have the right pieces in place. And that they're just a couple of pieces away. And this isn't a really difficult division, the NFC West. Plus, the defense is playing better and better. So, Quandre Diggs kind of points to what the defense was able to do against the Jets. Four sacks of Mike White. Another 10 hits on the quarterback. They don't even give up 300 yards. And the only offense they allow is a pair of field goals. 
at halftime, I just wanted guys to keep, we keep our foot on their neck. You know what I mean? Don't give up. Don't let up. Because we've had points where we've held teams down, and we've held them down, and we've held them down, and we've given some cheap touchdowns and things like that. We had a good football day. We had a really good football day. Um, across the board, everybody played like we were hoping. Um, we were able to play like the, the complimentary football where we, we, we made the turnovers. Uh, we had field position when we could have done better in the red zone, but we did a lot of really positive things all day long. Offense did not turn the football over. We're plus three for the day is huge, huge day for us in, in that regard. Isn't that exactly why Pete Carroll told us that Gino had the nose in front in this QB competition going back to when they traded Russell Wilson away to the Broncos? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So even as the Seahawks end their losing skid and stay alive, the Jets are unable to snap their losing skid. It now reaches five consecutive games, and they are officially eliminated from playoff contention. So yeah, the return of Mike White, it doesn't result in any touchdowns at Seattle. Instead, he has a pair of interceptions and a fumble to go along with those four sacks. And this is not what the Jets were hoping they would see. In the grand scheme of things, yes, we have taken a step forward, but that's not what matters right now. It's, and I think that's, that's a positive sign. When, when your mentality is the playoffs and, and no moral victories, that means you are doing something right, but we didn't do it right enough. Promise you, no one's hurting more than the people in the locker room, uh, especially me. Um, but, but at the same time, it's—I uh, know it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But, um, but there's there's still a lot of a lot of really cool things to look at uh, from this season. But, um, but right now, it, it's things big time right now. There are a couple of positives certainly to take away. Now they've got to figure out their quarterback situation as well. Do they trade for, say, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? Or I guess they don't need to trade for him necessarily. Do they sign a Jimmy Garoppolo? Derek Carr is likely to be available. I'm not telling you that Mike White shouldn't be on the roster. Only that I don't believe, at least at this point, that he's starter quality. A spot start here and there. A locker room guy, yes. But I don't know that he's a guy who can elevate this team to playoff caliber. Now, it it certainly sounds like, and it seems like, the team is going to move on from Zach Wilson. So they're going to cut their losses after picking him number two in the draft a couple of years ago. So are they starting from scratch? It's going to be yet another change for the Jets at that critical position. A lot of people would have told you the Jets were ahead of schedule this year to even be part of the playoff conversation in the second half of the year, but it doesn't make it any less disappointing. They have Sauce Gardner. Huge, huge pickup for them out of the draft. The rookie cornerback. Garrett Wilson, another rookie. How about, remind me of the running back's name, the rookie that got hurt, Brees Hall. Thank you. A huge revelation for them before he got hurt, and that probably is a big reason why their offense was derailed after that regardless of who was the quarterback. I mean, I say it all the time with the other New York team. Daniel Jones is a hell of a lot better with a healthy Saquon Barkley next to him. It's just football. And so without Brees Hall, their offense really started to sputter. But yes, definitely still disappointing. And so the Jets are no longer in contention, but the Dolphins and Patriots in the AFC East, they're still both alive. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So New England 
was facing a Dolphins team that did not have Tua Tangovaloa. Instead, it was Teddy Bridgewater who started this game because Tua is back in concussion protocol. And early on, you have both these teams got to go in toe-to-toe. You can tell they're familiar with one another. Third and six from the seven. Stevenson to the right of Jones. Thornton motions right to left. Henry there. Myers. Aguilar right. The snap to Jones. He's throwing it toward Thornton. Left yes. corner of the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, New England. Second and goal from the two. This is the 13th play of this drive coming up. Dogs have controlled the ball for seven minutes and 15 seconds on this drive. Tariq in motion. Gets a quick pass. Going for the corner. And did he get in? Touchdown. Touchdown, Miami. On the Patriots and Dolphins radio network, early on, 7-7, seven to seven, uh, Miami is able to spread the ball around. So Teddy Bridgewater may not be as accurate as Tua. He may not bring the same energy, but he knows how to use his weapons. Raheem Mostert, he was uh, a big factor in this game. Jeff Wilson, those two former Niners running backs. Of course, Tyreek Hill. Yes, Jalen Waddell. They've got so many guys around their QB, but that has been the revolving door for them. New England, though, I like how they steadied in the second half. They have a five-minute drive that leads to a field goal. And then how often have we seen this for the Patriots in 22? Three receivers right, two left. It's an empty set. Patriots start to crowd the line of scrimmage. Bentley back out there in the middle along with Duggar up behind the front four. On a third and 15th snap, they rush four. Bridgewater is back to fire it right past. Go. Intercepted by Duggar. Left to the 30, outside to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Duggar to the 5. Duggar yeah. to the end zone. He took it to the house again. Here we and the go. Patriots take the lead. On Patriots Radio, Bob Sosi and Scott Zolak. That's late in the third quarter. And that defense gives the Pats a good margin for error. They end up putting the game away with a clutch drive. It goes five minutes. Jacoby Myers hauls in the touchdown. And this is the situation for the Pats. If they win in Buffalo in week 18, they are a wild card in the AFC. So they know Buffalo really well. They won there last year. Remember that crazy wind game? It was. You want to talk about the type of weather that Buffalo can throw into the mix in December or January. Well, that was what we saw last year. But they're alive and they're in control of their own fate. So the Dolphins will have to wait and see if the Patriots stumble against the Bills. And then the other team that's still alive is... The Steelers, after their win on Sunday Night Football, they've also kept their playoff hopes on ice, though they need help as well. We'll get back to Steelers and Ravens coming up next. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.